Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there, way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals, and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of your Charlotte Hornets. It's a game day edition and an early game day at that. Hornets tipping off at 1 p.m. today from Madison Square Garden, taking on the New York Knicks, so we'll get you a preview of that one. Whether you have tuned into this podcast in time to get that preview or not, we've still got plenty for you. Takeaways from the first half of January, which has been very eventful here for the Hornets, and we all had snowmageddon yesterday or whatever we've been uh, calling it, I guess, but uh, certainly uh, some snow was falling on the Queen City yesterday, gave those of us that are their parents uh, a lot of great memories with our kids playing in the snow. want to talk about some great basketball memories, and we'll do so with our guest today. She is the sports anchor on Queen City News newly named, but it's your local Fox 46 station if you're uh, familiar with the old branding, but uh, now sports anchor for Queen City News and a host of Charlotte Sports Live, Carla Gebhardt, back with us again here, once again on the HHC. Carla, how did you survive Snowmageddon? Uh, I survived pretty well. I have not been on the roads, at least at this point while we're talking, so I can't really speak to driving in it, but as far as sitting at home and, and seeing, you know, the the white stuff on the ground it's been pretty pretty good and pretty fun so far <laughs> excellent excellent well hopefully uh, you and everyone else out there are able to stay safe and enjoy you know the positives of the winter wonderland that the queen city was turned into to start this podcast off let's talk about the first half of january which is uh, just wrapped up as we turn into uh, january 16th here in martin luther king day where the hornets will be taking on the new york knicks first half we saw a lot of highs and a very recent low hornets getting a three game win streak over milwaukee twice the defending champs and then beating philadelphia for the first time since 2016 all of that is 
very much significant. But then you follow that up with the loss to Orlando that I know has been the talk of a lot of local sportscasts. So as you look back on the first half of January, do you see it as a net positive for the Hornets or a net negative? You know, I really, honestly, I might be a little bit different than everybody else and, and, you know, what everybody else has kind of been trending toward in conversation. But I really think that this was a pretty positive January, a lot of good takeaways, a lot of signs of of momentum. Now, the loss to Orlando obviously is a a dip in all of that. But I think all of that is, is a learning experience. And there's so many more games left to go in the season. So, you know, I really see the two wins against Milwaukee and the win against the 76ers. I really was not thinking that they were going to win against Philadelphia this go-round, especially coming off two high games against the Bucks. So, again, the loss to Orlando is kind of a sore subject, I would say. But but overall, I think January as a whole was a positive. I, I would agree. And I think, you know, you look at the schedule, you try and guess – wins and losses and really you're looking for overall level of play here for the Hornets and the level of play has been extremely positive like you said I don't think anyone counted on a three-game sweep facing Milwaukee twice and then going to Philadelphia even the most optimistic of fans would probably have said two wins would be great there one would be acceptable so to take all three is outstanding and even though the loss to Orlando is a bit surprising in terms of when it came and how the Hornets were playing I don't think it's surprising that Charlotte didn't sweep Orlando. I think just in general, it's extremely hard to sweep teams in the NBA. The margin for error is not that much. The difference between the great teams and the bad teams is not as large as you'd think. To beat someone four times in the season, it's very hard to do. So whenever that loss might have come or would have come to an Orlando or a Detroit, it wouldn't have been a good time. But to say that it's shocking that the Hornets didn't go 4-0 against that particular opponent, I think, is a stretch. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. And Orlando, they were on a a 10-game losing streak. You kind of look at that and look at those statistics, too, and go, hey, it's probably, you know, it's also kind of hard to to lose 11 games straight in the NBA as well. So, you know, kudos to Orlando and all that they brought on the court inside the spectrum the other night. But, yeah, overall for the Hornets, I think it's all all learning a learning experience from here, and, and hopefully that's something that they take moving forward. On the positive side for the Hornets, you know, the start of 2022, pretty positive uh, with that four-game win streak coming off the back of a, a loss to Phoenix, which, no shame in that, they're one of the best teams in the NBA, and then losing on the road at Washington, certainly uh, a difficult game on night two of a back-to-back, but following that up with four wins, what it's left the Hornets right now is in a pretty good position. They, they've kind of lost some traction with the top half of the Eastern Conference, Chicago, Brooklyn, Miami, Milwaukee, Philadelphia and Cleveland. They're all centered around 26-27 wins right now. The Hornets are kind of the head of the next grouping, which goes 7-11, through and at least they're at the head of it. But you think back to those tough games that they were able to win against Milwaukee and Philadelphia. If things don't go that way, we could very easily be talking right now about an 11th place Hornets team sitting right at 500. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if you talk to any Hornets fans, even last season, if you were telling them that we would be here this very next season, they would all say that's amazing and they want to see more from a team that's sitting right now with as many wins as we have right now in the position that we have going into you know the second half of, of the season I think that's all all good things and and a lot of winnable games ahead I appreciate you accentuating the positive with me I like people that are very half glass full 
There's too many people in our business that are half glass empty. The world is always crumbling around us. Hornets are playing well right now, and uh, I appreciate the uh, appreciation for where we sit. All right, we'll have more with Carla Gebhardt. She is the sports anchor for Queen City News and a host of Charlotte Sports Live nightly in the Queen City. We'll talk to her about some of our favorite sports memories since we've hopefully had a chance in the last 24 hours to make some great weather-based memories here in the Queen City. We'll do that next here on the Hornets Hivecast. I'm not anti-aging. I'm pro-looking my best. Getting cosmetic surgery at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates has me looking young again and filled with the confidence I need to take on the day. From Botox to rhinoplasty to facelifts, Senta offers facial plastic surgery from specially trained eye and ENT doctors who are familiar with how all parts of the face work. Feel like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Sam Farber and Carla Gebhardt, the anchor extraordinaire for Queen City News, as well as on Charlotte Sports Live, their nightly sports program. Carla, the weather gods made it a little difficult for the Hornets to get out of Charlotte for their game in New York, but it did give everyone who is hopefully safe at home, and if you were able to get out and enjoy the snow, I know you and I both have little kids, and so that first uh, taste of snow and getting to play in it, it's it's fun. It generates a lot of memories. How is it for the Gebhardt household? Yeah, it's been really fun. My daughter uh, has been looking out the window. We've gotten in it a little bit, but I will say I live a little bit further south of the city, and if you live further south of of the Queen City right now, then you know that you're getting a little bit more of an icy mixture. So we've kind of scooped up some cups and and let her play with the the ice rather than the snow. But um, it's her first experience seeing it. So that's that's pretty fun. And and if it if it ever does snow again here, because, you know, it doesn't doesn't happen too often. But if it does, then she'll be, I'm sure, even more excited to kind of get out no question about it. I, I was able to, you know, we had just enough powder uh, in the driveway to pull out a sled and, and drag the kids down the road. Uh, I'm not sure who had more fun, me or them, but a positive memory. And sometimes these events like snow or NBA basketball can create some really positive memories. So I get nostalgic here, thinking about the last 24 hours, getting to enjoy it with my kids. I wanted to ask you, what are some of your favorite NBA-centric memories, either with your kids or for yourself from your childhood, uh, that just, you know, make you feel good and appreciate days like this where we get to watch NBA basketball Hornets taking on the Knicks later on? Well, yeah, I mean, I grew up in a small town. My dad was a coach, assistant principal, and so I, you know, kind of not really NBA-wise, but I think I think back to my childhood and, and kind of getting involved in sports and him taking me to the game and, and getting kind of in that gym atmosphere as an early age was just super important, and, and that's kind of what cultivated everything. Actually, I was just able – my husband and I, we took my daughter, who's almost three years old, to her first Hornets games. So that was her first NBA experience. Now, that was also when they played the Suns. So the result there was maybe not, not the best, but it was just so much fun to get her, you know, kind of involved in everything and to see her, you know, really just kind of gravitate and when we say we're, we're going to a Hornets game now, she goes, you know, I really want to come. And, and so it's just fun to kind of, you know, get her involved, especially you know, she's at that, that sweet spot of an age where where you can kind of, you know, take them to, to, to games and, and they're able to kind of sit and watch and, and enjoy the whole experience. Oh, I absolutely love that. It, it's just, it's such a wonderful thing. And 
Glad that you got that special memory there. For all the fans out there that want to make memories of their own, you can go to Hornets.com, get tickets and uh, ticketing information for any future contests. Hornets are going to be on the road for a couple of days here, but they'll be back on Friday hosting the Oklahoma City Thunder. We'd love you to be a part of the Hive and all the action there at Spectrum Center. All right, well, coming up next, it is a game day, Carla. We've got a game to preview. We'll do that next with Carla Gebhardt. She is the host of Charlotte Sports Live and, of course, a sports anchor as well for Queen City News. News right here in Charlotte. More with Carla on today's matchup with the New York Knicks after this on the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta. Hornets fans, it's time to get some new gear. The best selection of new and classic Hornets apparel is at the Hornets Fan Shop, now with new extended hours. Stop by Spectrum Center Wednesday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. to pick up the latest in jerseys, Jordans, and more. Or you can shop from the comfort of your own home 24-7 with just a click of a button at HornetsFanshop.com. An easy trip on the light rail, you'll be sure to find something for everyone at the Hornets Fan Shop. Sam Farber and Carla Gebhardt, the sports anchor extraordinaire for Queen City News, formerly known as Fox 46 in Charlotte. You can also see her nightly on Charlotte Sports Live, and hopefully there'll be some good things to talk about tonight as the Hornets take on the New York Knicks, looking to get back on track. Charlotte has won four of its last five, the fifth one, of course, the loss to Orlando, a somewhat surprising one. Magic had lost 10 in a row on the one hand. On the other, they had been close in several games and, and were certainly getting healthier going into that one. Looking at today's opponent, Hornets taking on the New York Knicks on Martin Luther King Day and certainly encourage everyone to take a moment, think about the life, the legacy of Martin Luther King Jr. Our players have been posting social media pieces via the website, Hornets.com. have been putting uh, items out there as well. Definitely encourage you all to check those out and take some time to reflect on the life, the legacy of the late, great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. But looking at the opponent the Knicks tonight. Hornets have won four out of five. The Knicks have also won four out of five. In fact, five out of six. They've been on an upward trajectory right now. Still behind the Hornets in the standings before we get to players and stats to watch. Carla, what is your uh, top line takeaway as you look at this matchup against the Knicks? Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to, this is going to for sure be a bounce back game for them. I mean, it's going to be a challenge, but I just think after such a letdown loss against the Magic, they're going to go into this one more prepared, more ready. I mean, you heard Miles Bridges talk about the loss Orlando just kind of showed a sign of maturity that they're not really getting up for every single game the exact same way than they that they do when they go you know against maybe a higher opponent in the NBA J, JB uh, coach Borrego saying you know they've got a long way to go I'm sure they addressed a lot of these things the last couple of days kind of sitting on that loss and so I think that's going to be a huge thing and I will say looking back to Orlando I felt like the defense was off a lot I expect them to to be back because that the defense really was kind of trending more in a better direction through the three-game win streak against the 76 and the Bucks, and so I think they'll be back and then honestly they just needed some shots to fall and in that game with the Magic and so I think their shooting performance might be a little bit better as well but yeah I do I do like the Hornets in this game and I think they're going to be locked in because they know I think they know that everybody was talking about the loss to Orlando and how bad that looked on on the schedule. I like the two points you hit on there I think you know one even though the Hornets have played well overall, particularly on the defensive end, 
they haven't shot the ball well in about a week here. The Hornets have been one of the best three-point shooting teams in the NBA all season long, but over the last four games, they haven't shot above 333 or making better than a third of their three-point attempts at all in any of those games. And so this is a team, I think, that at its core, three-point shooting is a big part of their offense, how they get going. So they need to find that that rhythm, recalibrate everything once again. And then I think defensively, Orlando, to me, made some really good adjustments. They sent a lot of backdoor cuts. Uh, they were doing a lot of things without the basketball and Charlotte, quite frankly, just didn't seem to adjust quickly enough. So uh, I, I'm with you. I credit Orlando for the things they did, but certainly things to work on here for the Hornets. So going into today's matchup with the Knicks, I need a player to watch for each team and a stat to watch. You pick one, I'll follow up in the same category, and you're the guest, so you get first choice. Where do you want to go, a player for the Knicks, the Hornets, or a stat to watch today? I'm going to give you maybe both in one, and I'm going to say watch Terry Rozier, and I think as long as he gets about 20-plus points, I said you know, like his shooting, he's he's been doing a lot better as of late, but usually it's the 20, 20 points and, and, and beyond is kind of the sweet spot for him. And I think when he's leading this team and, and then you got Hayward and, and all those other guys, and, and it's not LaMelo that's leading and scoring. You know, LaMelo, this team goes as LaMelo goes by, by rhythm, but usually when he leads them in scoring, it doesn't bode well for the team as a whole. So I like Terry Rozier, and I think he has a good performance going into this game. I like the pick. I'm going to go with Miles Bridges for this one. Also would like to encourage everyone to go check out yesterday's edition of the Hornets Hivecast. We had a full-length one-on-one sit-down interview with Miles talking about what it's going to take to get a Hornet onto the All-Star team and uh, some of his focal points heading deeper into the second half of the season. But I think Miles is a key player here. He's been such a great driver of the basketball, but he too has seen his three-point shooting splits slip a little bit. I know it's a big focal point of his game. He, He wants those numbers high. Quite frankly, though, he's at a career low for three-point percentage. So uh, looking for some of those numbers to average out again, some of those percentages to catch up with each other. And whether it's through shooting the three or driving to the basket, I'm expecting big things for Miles Bridges today against the Knicks. Where do you want to go next? A stat to watch or a player for the New York Knicks? I'm going to go player for the New York Knicks, and it's going to be R.J. Barrett. Now, Julius Randle has been obviously kind of their leader in this season, but I just think through their last four games, he has he's really kind of shown why they have him on on the team right now. I mean, he's leading and scoring through the last four games. And um, I just think that he, his, his presence, his energy kind of just adds and, and he's able to kind of build off what, what Randall brings on the court. But I really liked, it's been fun to watch him kind of develop into the NBA player that he's become as of late. You, you mentioned the guy I'm going to take, though. I'm going to go with Julius Randle for this one. He is the all-star from a year ago. Most of the conversation around all-star teams for this year have not really included uh, Randle, even though he's had, statistically speaking, a solid season. Coming off a 24.9 assist game in a win over the Atlanta Hawks. And as I mentioned, Nick has been playing better as of late. So I'm, I'm sure Julius is going to be uh, motivated to try and get back onto that all-star team again. Plenty of time for him to do so, but a run is required for the Knicks. Uh, he was one of the catalysts to their wins over the Atlanta Hawks, and uh, he'll certainly be someone to, to keep an eye on. Also, he's a tough matchup. He's not quite the offensive dynamo that a Joel Embiid is, but he's pretty talented out there, and when he's in rhythm, uh, he's put some big numbers against the Hornets in the past. So Julius Randle, my player to watch. Last but not least, let's go with the statistic to watch today. All right, I'm going to be looking at the turnovers here, mistake-free basketball, and 
I think that was another another point to, to the loss against the Magic. So going into this game, I think, you know, turnovers, they had 17 turnovers in that, which resulted in 27 points. So kind of getting back in that transition defense, that's where I felt Orlando kind of really had the edge in that. So I think getting back to mistake-free basketball, and then if you're making your shots on top of that, then that that's going to bode well for this team. Love it. I'm going to go back to three-point shooting. Again, I think at its core, this Hornets team is an elite three-point shooting club. Their best games, their best stretches are always going to coincide when they're shooting the basketball well. I think it's fantastic that they were able to get through this four-game stretch where they weren't shooting well and still picked up three wins. Quite frankly, that hasn't happened previously. You look at the other times where they've consistently shot below 33% from deep, and it's the five-game losing streak on the Western Conference trip or the back-to-back losses to Philly. It's something like that with a lot of L's against the Hornets. So the fact that they were able to win some of these games is great, but the best version of Hornets basketball is certainly going to need more defense, which they played well recently. But they got to shoot the ball better than they have been from three. So I'm looking for a bounce-back game for them in that category. Hopefully that is enough to help the Hornets across the finish line, back into the win column, and make it five wins in their last six tries. The New York Knicks would be the victim in today's game. All right, that's your game preview. Again, an early one, so uh, we appreciate you all tuning in to this edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Tomorrow we will have yet another where we will give you our a breakdown of today's game against the Knicks from Madison Square Garden. But want to give a big thank you to Carla Gebhardt, the anchor of Queen City News Sportscast and also a host on Charlotte Sports Live nightly. Catch it on your local Fox 46, formerly known as Fox 46 station. But again, a new branding now, Queen City News. Carla, congrats on the rebrand. Congrats on everything you guys have been up to there. Great to have you covering the Hornets. And we look forward to seeing you again soon at a game. All right. Thanks, Sam. I appreciate it. And thanks to all of you for tuning in as well. Again, another edition of the HHC for you tomorrow, breaking down today's game against the Knicks. Till then, for our producer, Rob Longo, our guest, Carla Gebhardt, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com.